This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now look, y'all. It is crazy outside. There's all kinds of stuff going on. If you are working a nine to five, you're probably stressed out about keeping your nine to five. If you don't have a nine to five, you're probably in the middle of trying to get a new nine to five. Or maybe you made the crazy leap to be a full-time entrepreneur like me. You got the world on fire all around you, middle of election year. A lot of stuff going on. It's just, it's absolutely nuts, right? It's nuts outside. And I could definitely see, I'll speak for me. Look, for me, I know I be going to therapy on a regular basis. I believe in therapy, all right? Hashtag uh, black folks need therapy. Hashtag we all need therapy. We all need it. And for me, I can say if it wasn't for therapy being like an ongoing maintenance tool in my toolkit to help me stay level and help me realize that I'm okay, everything around me is okay, here's what I can control, that has been critical for me. And I would hope that if you have thought about therapy, and if, or if you haven't thought about therapy, shoot, let's say you're like, like I ain't got time for therapy, I got, I'm too busy trying to make sure that these plates keep on spinning. I hope that you check out BetterHelp. It's entirely online. It's completely convenient, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, keyword licensed therapist, and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge, which is incredible. It's very challenging to move around and find the right therapist for you. The fact that BetterHelp is providing that as just part of your experience is incredible. So find your support Get the help you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Corp today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Corp, C-O-R-P. This is Including You, the new series from Lead at Any Level. Including You features stories from chief diversity officers and other executives who are creating inclusive cultures in their organizations. Our goal is to show what's working in companies just like yours, to give you the tools you need to keep pushing for progress in your own workplace. We want to create belonging and opportunity for everyone, including you. And now here's your host, Amy C. Wanninger. Welcome back to Including You. I'm your host, Amy C. Wanninger. My guest today is James Thomas. He's the Director of DEI Engagement and Recognition at Alaska Airlines. Alaska Airlines has been flying since 1932 and is notably recognized as a standout performer among domestic carriers in the United States. The company employs 23,000 people. James, I'm so glad to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Amy. I'm so happy to be here today and have an opportunity to talk about a subject that's so near and dear to me. So I just want to say I've already learned something just in the pre-talk, just in the little bit that we were talking before I hit record, that Alaska Airlines is actually based in Seattle and not in Alaska. That was news to me. Yeah, we, (laughs) we fly to Alaska. I think obviously it's our namesake. And uh, we got our start in Alaska. And it's a very rich part of our history. But yes, we are based in the Pacific Northwest in Seattle, but we fly to Alaska. There you go. No, that's wonderful. So tell me, you said this is near and dear to your heart. And I know that's true for every DEI practitioner. What I'm curious about is why is DEI such an important focus for Alaska Airlines? Yeah, I think I would probably say it's essential to our business, Amy, in the airline industry and in most industries, in the travel industry, 
you're catering to a very diverse audience. When I think about who flies on our planes, we service customers from all across the world to all different parts of the world and through our different airline partners, everywhere you can think of, and they're very diverse. And so in order for us to be able to be an airline that truly cares uh, about people and different people, I think you have to be a company that's focused on diversity, not only just in your values, but also in just your representation of employees that come in contact with your guests. For those reasons, it's a really big part of our business and it's essential to our continued growth as an airline. So definitely an important subject here. So it sounds like it's not just a market share initiative or capturing market share but also really a customer satisfaction and a customer engagement initiative, as well as an employee engagement initiative. Is that fair to say? It is. I think at the core of it, this work is about people and it's the right thing to do. So I, so let's start there. And then I think from a business perspective, I think that you can't have a, a company that is going to continue to grow and have a customer base that's diverse and from all across the world. If you aren't thinking about how the things, the products that your company has or the services that you have, how those are impacting different people. So yes, I do think that it's about how we give service to customers. It's how we gain new customers and think about customer acquisition, but it's also just at the core, it's about people and it's about the right thing to do and making sure that everybody feels like this is an airline that they love and feel comfortable on. And we talk a lot about care at Alaska and inclusion and diversity and equity is caring at its core. Living Corporate is brought to you by Rosetta Stone, the most trusted language learning program. It's incredible. Okay, so first off, you didn't know, Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for over 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. They have fast language acquisition, meaning you're actually going to pick up the language because it's going to provide an immersive experience for you through their program. Speech recognition gives you a trainer for your accent. Convenient, right? You can use it on your computer. You can use it on your phone. Incredible value. Lifetime membership has all languages for any and all trips or language needs in life. That's lifetime access to 25 language courses Rosetta Stones offers for 50% off. That's a steal, y'all. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a limited time, living corporate listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com backslash today, today. So when you think about the mission of Alaska Airlines and what you bring to the world and that you do that with 23,000 employees, that's a lot of scope yeah. for DEI work. Yeah. What's, what do you look at in your organization and think, wow, that's the thing, or that's one of the things that really makes us unique, that's really pushing us forward in this space? Yeah, I think it starts with our people. And I know this sounds really cliche, and I know a lot of companies will say it's our people that makes our company and our organization, but it truly is the people that make Alaska who we are. We try to ensure that we're hiring people that live our values, and some of those are doing the right thing, being kind. So I think it starts with our people, but also our commitment to DEI, I think, rest with our leadership and truly a desire to want to be an airline that, that cares about people and that cares about human beings and that sees people for who they are. 23,000, yeah, is a lot of people. And we have a lot of employees across 
a lot of different stations and a lot of different places. And this work isn't always easy to push through 23,000 people. I like to refer to it as it's like a big moving ship that it's hard to turn around and get going in one direction, but I think it's, our people are a big part of that. And I think our people are, are what help us really ensure that uh, we're doing that, but a commitment from leadership that this is the company, this is a company that we want to be in terms of inclusiveness and diversity. And so what are some of the initiatives that you've done with your folks that you're pushing out or that you've implemented that you feel like are game changers for you? Yeah. One of the biggest things is this big plane in the background behind me. This is our, what we call our OC livery or our commitment plane. And this was one of our biggest things that we launched last year. And this was a couple of different things. It was our longstanding partnership with UNCF, but it was also really our way of putting, I like to say, putting our money where our mouth is and really using um, our planes, which is really one of our biggest assets to being a flying billboard and really showing our commitment to not only education, but also equity and education being the equalizer in equity. And so we, we partnered with our, our air group, black employees and allies, a business resource group, which is our black employee resource group to really, and UNCF to develop this plane. And so the pictures on the side of this plane are the students or actually the children and mentees of some of our black employees here at Alaska airlines. And so that's their faces on the size of this plane. But it, it also was just a commitment that, hey, we believe that equity is important and we want to show that. We want this plane to be a flying billboard that we're not just saying it's important to us, but we're actually committed to it. And we're committed to it in, in a way that we're going to put it on a plane and we want people to see it. So when it flies through the air, it's just that public commitment, visual commitment of our commitment to diversity, equity, and inclusion. And it is stunning for those who are catching the audio and can't see it. It's beautiful. And I'll put a link if we can get a link to the picture of the image of the plane in the show notes so you can go look. It, it really is beautiful artwork and it captures um, a, a wide spectrum of folks and their style and their hues and the way that they're presented. It's just absolutely beautiful. I'll add to that, Amy. There's actually a YouTube video out there and I'll share that with you, but it's a time-lapsed uh, video that shows the painting of the plane and then really the unveiling of the plane to uh, the family members uh, and the children on the side of the plane. And, and I had an opportunity to be a part of that. And it was a really powerful moment to watch those young people come in and, and see their likenesses reflected on the side of a, a Boeing 737 plane and the families to be able to see that. And it was a really powerful moment. One of the things that you can't really see on the plane also is that there are a couple of quotes on there. There's a quote on one side from Nelson Mandela, and there's a quote from Martin Luther King as well. And so really poignant to, again, talking about equity and diversity and education. I think it's beautiful. Now, the work doesn't stop on the outside of the plane. You've got some changes coming for your employees as well, right? We do. I'd say our biggest commitments last year, we made some pretty public commitments. We released our 2025 diversity, equity, and inclusion commitments. And those were really broken up into three parts. The first part really being representation. And we made a commitment that by 2025, that we wanted our leadership, and that's our director and above levels to represent at a minimum, our frontline population. And so our frontline population at the time was 30%. And so we want our leadership to be reflective of that. Because if you think about um, in a perfect world, you should be growing your talent internally. And so if you've got a population of individuals and that's diverse in your frontline population, 
those individuals should be growing into your leadership. And so we made a commitment that by 2025, we wanted our leadership to be at 30%. And so that's one part of our commitment. The second part is that we wanted to ensure that our inclusion index or our engagement survey that we increased the score on that by a minimum of 10 percentage points. And so our engagement survey is really one of the ways that we measure whether or not we're being successful or or inclusive. And it's really an average of eight questions that we ask on our engagement survey every year to really help us understand if what we're trying to do from a diversity, equity, and inclusion standpoint is actually resonating with our employees. And they're actually not just not just hearing it, but they're feeling it. So when you feel belonging and belonging, then hopefully you're able to say that, hey, I feel it, I'm seeing it, and it makes me want to stay here. It makes me feel good about working here. And we measure that through our inclusion index score. The last piece of that is how do we make sure that we're using our name and our brand to really support creating opportunities for you? And 175 young people is what we made a commitment that we wanted to create, 175,000 opportunities, and not just in the airline industry, but just in general for young people by 2025. So those are really the three components of our DEI commitments for 2025. And I'm proud to say that since we made those commitments, we've been able to increase our leadership from 16% to 19%. And we've been able to increase our frontline population from 30% to about 35% diversity. So we're on the right track. We've still obviously got some more work to do, but we're definitely moving in the right direction. This podcast, Living Corporate, it's brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with the audience, and sell anything from products to content to time all in one place on your terms. Let me tell you something. Y'all might not know this, but Living Corporate, we started our whole journey on Squarespace. My website, ZacharyNunn.com, it's on Squarespace. I can't tell you how much I appreciate its fluid engine, the ability to create world-class templates and design. It's very intuitive, incredible. We have custom merch through our Squarespace. We have an incredible asset library, so I can always mix it up, switch and swap. It's super dope. And the fact that you can host all types of content, video, audio, all types of media to put all on your Squarespace. I can't recommend it enough. If you want to learn more about Squarespace, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com backslash corporate to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com backslash corporate to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. And when you say, when you give those percentages, are you talking percentages of historically excluded populations in general? Are you talking about black and brown employees? What's the Yep. So I'm talking about, I'm talking about BIPOC, those communities, Black, Indigenous, people of color, those communities that have historically been marginalized or underrepresented. And so when we think about from a representation standpoint and getting to that 30% representation, we're really looking at racial representation. Um, Now we're also looking at other dimensions of diversity within the organization, but in terms of our public commitments, we specifically want to make sure that we're increasing our racial representation in our leadership. That's so important because that's how you attract people into the company in the first place, right? Is that they need to see, everybody needs to be able to see somebody that looks like them Mm -hmm. ahead of them in their career path. 
or they feel like maybe there's not a place for them there. I think representation is so important. And I've had this conversation with people that maybe didn't understand that. I'll use, I'll use just our pilots as an example. I think growing up flying on a plane, I don't ever recall really seeing a person that looked like me flying a plane. And being a pilot was never something that I thought was a possibility for a career. But we know that you can be a pilot and be a person of color. And I use our pilots as an example by us wanting to make sure that we've even got more diversity in our pilot ranks for those people who have maybe dreamed about being an airline pilot or little kids who have never thought about flying. Seeing someone that looks like you um, is definitely a motivator to say, hey, if, if that person can do it, maybe I can do it too. I'm a tennis fan and watching Serena Williams play the US Open as her last tournament before she retires. And I think about just how many people she's inspired to play the game because they saw someone that looked like them playing the game of tennis. Representation is important and it matters and it doesn't matter what industry you're in. It, it's important. Absolutely. There's I think it activates the imagination of everyone, not just not just kids who are looking up to see, am I represented here? But having people who are experts who look different than what we expect experts to look like, having pilots who are black and brown and women and disabled and representing the full spectrum of humanity in the cockpit is important, not just for little kids, but for yep. grown people. Yeah with limited imaginations. It does, Amy. It definitely challenges the stereotypes and biases that we all have about who, who a certain position or what a certain position or role looks like. Whether it's a CEO, whether it's a, a manager or leader, whether it's a pilot, whether it's a flight attendant, no matter what it is. And you're exactly right that representation is important for a number of different reasons, not just for children or people aspiring to be in those roles, but also for people who have kind of these preconceived notions of who gets those positions or what those individuals look like. Absolutely. I think it's fantastic that you've set this target and you're already making strides toward it. Can you talk a little bit about what are some of the steps you took to make progress early? I talked to a lot of companies, representatives, mm -hmm. a lot of executives who say we have, there are all sorts of excuses, right? There's a pipeline problem. We just can't find the talent. We don't know where to look. We bring people in, but they don't stay. And clearly you've had some success in this area, despite the easy excuses of not being able to do it. So what are you doing differently that you'd like to see other companies emulate? I think one of the things that we try to really do is not just talk about it, but use data to help tell the story. I have lots of conversations with leaders where I talk about it's important to not just admire the data, because I think there's a there's a propensity to, to look at the data and admire it and ooh, and let's talk about what it's telling us and let's pull more data to see what that data tells us. But at the end of the day, it's what you actually do with the data. And it's how you take the data and make actionable, take actionable steps to resolving it. And so one of the things that we try to do is we obviously review the data pretty consistently. I review the data monthly and I review it with leaders and my team. We review it with leaders across the organization. But the goal is also to come up with actions from, okay, as a result of what we're seeing, what are the things that we're going to do differently? And then how do we come back and track against that data to see, are we seeing progress? Uh, are the things that, we do, are, that we're doing, are they helping move this data forward? And if not, how do we adjust and change those things? Or how do we just get rid of it altogether if it's not working and try something different? And one of the things that I want to encourage people to do is you have to have data to tell the story, but then you have to action against the data too and not just admire it. 
I think don't admire the data or don't just admire the data could be a whole t-shirt mm-hmm. line for people it, it, in all it, sorts of fields. It really could be a t-shirt thing. And I feel like in this space, I'm sure probably Amy in your conversations with other practitioners, this work is a lot about passion also. I don't think any of us lack passion. You can't do this work without being passionate about it. But there, I like to say there's an art and a science to doing this work also. And so you need to be passionate, but there also needs to be a strategic approach around how are you going to systematically focus on certain things, not try to boil the ocean, but say, okay, these are the two things I'm going to start with. I'm going to do these things really well. And then I'm going to move on to these next things. And I'm going to do those things really well. And I'm going to move on to the next two things instead of trying to tackle 10 different things and only do it mediocrely or not that great. Hey, friends, you know what I don't miss at all? That vicious week before the period. Feeling like I'm ready to crawl out of my skin, irritated by everything and everyone around me. Bouncing between cravings for salty foods and sweets and back again. Now it's easier to manage PMS with EstroControl from Happy Mammoth. EstroControl contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. Now here's the beauty about adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like the chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout a menstruating person's life. And the biggest benefit? Feeling like myself again. That's what people mention over and over in their reviews. And there are over 17,000 reviews for Happy Mammoth products, including EstroControl. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CORP, C-O-R-P, at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code C-O-R-P for 15% off today. Yes, absolutely. This notion of figuring out where you can move the needle and concentrating your effort there. Because so much of this work is about capitalizing on past momentum and showing we've got results in this area and now we want to invest here. Yeah. And I think it it also, you have to have a commitment from the top. I've seen organizations try to move this kind of from the middle and this work doesn't move from the middle. If you don't have a commitment from the highest levels of your organization, that being your CEO, that being your executive team, it's going to be a really tough journey trying to move this work throughout the organization. And so really making sure that you've got that commitment and buy-on from all levels of leadership and particularly your executives is going to be really key. And I think that's something that we've been fortunate enough to have at Alaska, which makes my job a little bit easier uh, because it's not just me pushing it, but it's our executives and our leaders pushing it as well. And then me helping to coach them on what are the things that they need to do to help move it further and faster. Yes, I, I get into conversations a lot where people say this does, this approach doesn't work or this approach doesn't work, or we'd be where we want to be already. And, and I turn that around and say, if we're not where we want to be already, and we're going to blame the approaches, don't we have to blame all of the approaches? And instead of doing away with everything we could do, why not recognize that we all have a role to play? Yeah. There's, we can't all carry the ball all the way down the field right? But we can each move it a little bit. We can get a little bit further. We can come in and ask for help. We can each do our part to carry it a little bit further. And then when all of our efforts combine and we recognize and value and prioritize and plug people into the right places, right? Whether it's executives or middle managers or frontline workers, or even our customers and say, Hey, this is what we're trying to accomplish. Can we get everybody to pitch in and help? It makes a huge difference. 
Best case scenario, Amy, I always say is my goal is to work myself out of a job. Now, I don't know that's going to ever happen in my lifetime, but my goal is to help people be so efficient at doing this, to make it such a part of our drinking water and such a part of what we do on a daily basis that you don't need someone in a role like mine to really drive this initiative in the organization because everybody's doing it. Everybody is taking you know, that piece of it and owning it and going out there and doing it. And I feel like my goal is to help other people do this job well as though they were practitioners. And if I can get one person, two per people, three, four, five, 10 people to do this job, then exponentially, I'm going to be able to take this subject and move it faster and farther because I've got more people doing it. Generally, your DEI teams are small nucleus teams supporting big organizations. And it's impossible to think that those groups alone are going to be able to single-handedly take this super important, big, huge subject and just make it happen all throughout the organization. You're going to need other people to do that. Absolutely. Many hands make light work. So, sure. James, what's next for your work at Alaska Airlines? What are you hoping to accomplish? You've got this 2025 commitment. Is there some piece of it that you're really looking forward to implementing? Some piece of it that you're really looking forward to celebrating? I'm most looking forward to celebrating in 2025 us having achieved that goal. First and foremost, Amy, I think getting to that target, I think will be an important piece. We're working on some different things from a culture perspective to continue to, as I like to say, I want people to, to come to Alaska and not just feel like it's words on a piece of paper, but it's actually what they feel, what they're living, what they're seeing every day. And those things look like all of the different initiatives that we're doing all throughout the year. And so, some examples of those are we've developed a new uniform guidelines for our employees to make sure that employees feel like they can come to work and truly express who they are and express their their uniqueness and do that in a way that allows them to come to work and do their best work, but also be able to give great service to our guests. And so I'm really excited that we've done some work around there. We've done work around looking at disability in the organization and how do we attract more individuals with disabilities? How do we make sure that our buildings, our airports, our stations, our facilities are accessible for all people, how do we make sure that we're doing that? How do we look at a lot of our processes and programs to make sure that they're inclusive and that we remove bias from those processes so that everybody has access to those? And so I think it's for us, it's just getting in the weeds and doing some of that not so glamorous, sexy work, as I like to call it, and really making sure that we're actually changing policies and changing things so that it's actually what people feel and see and not just what we say and talk about. And even though it doesn't seem glamorous and sexy on this side, everything that you implement, I guarantee there is somebody somewhere who notices and appreciates it because it makes them feel like they belong. It makes them feel safe. It makes them feel heard or seen. And so it doesn't always feel this work matters on the front end, Yeah. but we know it does in our hearts. So we don't always see the results, but the fact that somebody shows up for work and they can get to their desk or they can get on a plane or they feel safe when they do. Yeah. That is hugely important. And I think very sexy. I appreciate that. I hope that when people are having conversations about Alaska, whether they're an employee or whether they're a guest at their dinner tables, at home with their families, I hope it is a conversation where people say, you know what? I love Alaska Airlines. I love working there. I love flying them. I love experiencing everything about Alaska. And I, I hope they do that. I hope they say that because they feel that. I hope they feel seen and included and valued for who they are. And so I, I think that if I can get one person 
to feel that and then spread that love one person at a time or two people at a time, then some small way I've given back to, to hopefully making Alaska and the world a better place. Absolutely. James Thomas, thank you so much for your time today, for sharing your expertise with us. Thanks, Amy. Thanks for having me. If you've enjoyed this episode, follow Lead at any level on LinkedIn and YouTube. Then join us for Including You video simulcast every Thursday at noon Eastern. Including You can also be enjoyed each week as part of the Living Corporate Audio Podcast Series, available on all major podcast platforms. Learn more at living-corporate.com. Including You is brought to you in part by Lead at Any Level, a boutique training and consulting firm improving employee engagement and retention for companies that promote from within. Lead at Any Level. Leaders can be anywhere and should be everywhere. Learn more at leadatanylevel.com. Lead at Any Level and its logo are registered trademarks of Lead at Any Level LLC. The views and opinions of guests on our show do not necessarily reflect the positions of Lead at Any Level, Living Corporate, or the sponsors of Including You. That's it for this week's episode of Including You. Join me next week where my guest will be John Samuel, co-founder of Abler.